Are you sure you're ready? Okay. I want us to start, first of all, by really giving ourselves to self-expression, okay? Hallelujah. How many of you know that everything that's going to happen in this room is dependent on your interaction with God? How many of you know that? The quality of your interactions with God. Let me explain it like this, okay? Some of you here, okay, in this conference, just stay here with me, okay? Some of you here, you're going to leave this conference having had out-of-body experiences. Some of you are going to leave this conference having seen Jesus, as in with your own physical eyes. Some of you are going to leave this conference having seen the future. Some of you are going to leave this conference having your prophetic gifts activated. Is everyone listening? You'll be able to see the Spirit, hear in the Spirit, amen? I can share with you some powerful testimonies, but I'm letting you know, like, some of the things that could happen during this conference. But understand something. Everything that is going to happen is heavily dependent and probably completely dependent, okay, on your interactions with God. Is everyone listening? So it is very crucial that you're able to interact with God freely. Everyone say freely. Everyone say freely, okay? So I want us to show some enthusiasm, okay? And we're going to do that by simply letting a big shout out when I ask who's ready for this year's immersion. Are you ready? Who's ready for this year's immersion? Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's try that again one more time. In three, two, one. Who's ready for this year's immersion? We're going to try that again one more time, okay? Are you guys ready? Maybe we'll make it a little bit of a game. Right side versus left side. Who's on the right side? You know, it depends on who's talking, right? From my side, this is the right side. From your side, this is the right side. I let you guys choose who's correct. Whether it's me, right? If it's me, then it's this guy. And if it's y'all, then it's this guy, right? So I'm going to stand here in the middle. And I'm going to ask, who here is ready for this year's emotion? Who here is ready for this year's emotion? Okay, this is the last one. So, so two, out of, two out of three now, okay? This is the last one. In three, two, one. Who here is ready for this year's emotion? Hallelujah. I think we all win, right? <laughs> okay. So can we all stand? Just all stand up real quick. We're going to do some very, very spiritual exercises, amen? We're going to stretch ourselves. Everyone go like this and like this. Everyone stretch your leg forward, left foot forward. Go like this. Say, hey, whoa, Jesus. That's good, that's good. Other side, other side. Say, Kai. Hey, whoa, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, you can sit down now. Hallelujah. All right. So I want to make sure that no one is falling asleep. That was the whole point of that, okay? If I catch you falling asleep, eh, I'll tell you to stand up. Amen? Okay. So what we're going to do, okay, is having said all of these things, I want everyone, okay, to have in their mind something special that's going to happen during this camp. Who understands what I'm saying? Don't set the bar too low, okay? The sky's the limit. But make sure that whatever you're looking forward to, you are really going to go after it. Does that make sense? So, for example, if I'm saying now, before this camp ends, okay, I must, 
I must, <coughs> let me see here. I must meet with, who should I meet with? Jesus, who else? Who? Holy Spirit, who else? Who? God, okay, that's, that's a trinity, okay. <laughs> who else? All the angels, who else? All the saints, right? All the elders, I must meet with all of them in this camp. How many know that can happen? How many know that can happen? How many know that can actually happen? How many know that? But you know that for that to actually happen, okay, in most of our lives, for that to happen, we have to go after God. How many of you know that? You can't just come to the camp and be like, I am God. Elders, all of you, come and meet me. Amen? What, what needs to happen? You have to show enthusiasm, right? You have to show excitement. Hallelujah. And the honest truth is that it might shock you that your lack of enthusiasm is the only thing blocking them from evading your world, especially in this atmosphere. Amen? This atmosphere is heavily charged with the power of God and with the presence of God. Amen? And we're looking forward to you guys having crazy experiences. Amen? But before we get things going, I want you to set it before yourself, okay? Set your mind on at least one thing you're going to walk out of this camp with. So just shut your eyes. Okay? And just picture through your mind one thing you want to happen in this camp. One thing. We're going to start off with obeyed instructions. So when we say, shut your eyes, don't look at me. Don't look at me. If I see you looking at me, I'll flog you on Zoom. We're on Zoom right now. I'll flog you so badly, you'll get a reaction on Zoom. Hallelujah. So if you don't want your parents to. <laughs> One thing. Don't say I want to experience a goosebump. That is too small. I'm talking about something that is worthy of pursuing after God. Tell him. Be sincere, be honest, be real. But at the same time, be adventurous. Don't put God in your box. Tell him, Lord, let's go for it, this camp. Let's go for it. Let's, I would like to see you with my own eyes. Lord Jesus, I want to experience freedom from this thing I am struggling with at this camp. I really want freedom. Jesus, I want to walk in a a new level with you. I want there to be a stark difference between my walk with you before and my walk with you now. I want a tangible difference. I don't want things to continue the way they've been. I want a tangible difference. I don't want to tell anyone when I've left this camp what happened. I don't want to tell people that I met God when I, left, when I, when I leave this camp. I want people to look at me and shout that I have met God. Let other people say that. That's an example of a thing you can ask the Lord for. You can tell the Lord, I want my heart to be quiet. I'm not able to sleep at night because my heart is so noisy. I want peace that surpasses understanding. You can tell him, Jesus, I've tried so hard to be intimate with you. And it has been a fight. It has been a struggle. But Lord Jesus, I would really love it 
if at this camp I could genuinely interact intimately with you. Some of you, you would like to be initiated into something deep in God. You can tell the Lord, I am tired of the status quo, Lord Jesus. I am tired of the status quo in my life. I want something out of the, out of the, just something extraordinary, out of the ordinary, something explosive. Some of you, you have inside of you some kind of breakthrough potential, some kind of pioneering potential. People that are like that are called stars. You're called to be a star in your generation. If you're called to be a star in your generation, you cannot be asking God for something simple. If you want to stand out in your generation, you can't ask the Lord for a goosebump. You have to tell the Lord, I want something heavy. That when people look at me, when they hear about me, when they hear me speak, when I walk into a room, the atmosphere shifts. Everything changes when I walk in. Because you are resting on me. Because I'm carrying you everywhere I'm going. Some of you, there's some things you're doing that are not right. And you know you want to stop. But you're not strong enough to. Some of you, maybe you've done something that's horrible. And you're dealing with condemnation. And you just want to know that Jesus loves you. I'm helping flood your mind with options, with possibilities, with spiritual coordinates. And you can choose any of these. These are all available to you. Someone had a dream, and the Lord set a huge table before that person. And the person was asking the Lord, Lord, what should I take? And the Lord said, you can take anything and everything if you want it. Tell him. Now, every time I'm asking you to tell him, make sure you are increasing the intensity of your desire. Just tell Jesus, I want this. The next time you say it to him, I want you to sink even deeper into your heart. And I want you to wax even stronger with your desire. There we go. I feel some of you, the temperature is rising very tangibly. You understand how to build hunger for God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to talk to him again, but this time go one level deeper. Make it very serious. Some of you are wondering how to go deeper. Give him more of your heart, your attention, sometimes using your physical body to gesticulate, to motion to the Lord. This is what I want. It can help you go even deeper. Some of you are going even deeper. Come on. Thank you.
It's okay if you're getting distracted. Keep on fighting the distractions. And get back in it with the Lord. What you're doing with right now is this is a spiritual exercise. You're building hunger. You're going to reap the rewards of these exercises throughout the camp. If you give yourself to them. You're going to benefit tremendously if you give yourself to these practices. Don't skip out on them. Participate. Engage. This is the last time. We're going to sink in one final level deeper. Tell the Lord Jesus that one thing you want to happen during this camp. This one thing, Lord Jesus, this one thing. Let's pray in the Holy Spirit. As you pray in tongues, keep before you the picture of what you're looking for. This camp, keep before your mind that picture of what you want as you're praying. Some of you, there is, a, there is a beckoning, there is a welcome. The Lord is trying to woo you. He's trying to draw you. The Lord is pulling on you into something deeper, and you can feel it. It's like he's drawing you by your, by your sides, by your ribs. Just receive that embrace of the Lord as you pray in the Holy Spirit. I want us to pray in tongues. If you have your prayer language, begin to pray in the Holy Spirit.
Jesus and that thing you asked him for he's holding it with him in the middle of that ocean take me deeper than my fear could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my say, come on, spiritly, spiritly, be where my trust is without border. Let me walk upon the water wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my fear could ever wander. We'll be made stronger in the presence of my Spirit Spirit, use your mind and see Jesus motioning to you to increase your hunger level to increase your desire even for this camp what he's going to do with you in this camp
Take me deeper. Take me Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And can we stand up on our feet, everyone? Praise the Lord. Are you ready to praise the Lord today? I want you to respond. Are you ready to praise the Lord today? Say, I am ready to praise the Lord today. I am ready to enter into his courts with praises today. I'm ready to enter into his presence with thanksgiving today. Praise the Lord. All right, so we'll just stop and praise the Lord.
some time, then we go into the rest. I want to see everybody clapping. Again, let's go. One more time, people are not laughing at the back. Clap your hands. I'll praise in the valley. I'll praise on the mountain. I'll praise when I'm down and praise when I'm doubting. I'll praise when I'm number. I'll praise when surrounding. Cause praise is the waters by enemies drowning. As long as I'm breathing, I've got a reason to pray. It's a Lord, so I'm gonna pray, 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 I'm gonna So I want to see everyone dancing. Clap your hands and thank the Lord. So the scenes back. Let's go. Let's go. He'll be silent.
There is nothing, yeah. Nothing you cannot change. Nothing you cannot turn. You are able, great and mighty God. I put my trust in you.
fire.
Jesus is Lord! 
Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Hey. 
says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. 
Hallelujah. The Bible is telling us that the world is on a path of condemnation. Condemnation means bondage. Amen. It means slavery. Hallelujah. It means when someone is condemned, they're about to face a sentence for a crime that they've committed. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the world was condemned already. The world, all of humanity was meant to pay a price or for lack of better words, experience a kind of life. Hallelujah. Because that thing there called perishing, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, does not mean whoever believes in him should not die. Hallelujah. The truth is that whoever believes in him, that statement there, should not perish, doesn't mean not dying. Hallelujah. It speaks, how many of you know that many people that have believed on Jesus physically, they're physical, they died, right? Hallelujah. So that's not what the Bible is talking about. Hallelujah. And even people that we look up to, people like Apostle Paul, hallelujah, people like, um, I believe, Jude, people like Peter, right? We know that they physically, they left their physical bodies, right? So you could argue that they died. Hallelujah. So we know that this is not what the Bible is talking about, right? The Bible says that my people perish. Everyone say perish. Perish for lack of knowledge. Everyone say perish. That is the perishing that is described there. The Bible says that God so loved his only begotten son, that whoever believes in, sorry, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not lack knowledge. Does that make sense? But the Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So if God wants to stop people from perishing, then he's going to stop people from lacking knowledge. So whosoever believes in him should not lack, everyone say knowledge. Hallelujah. So someone will then ask, what kind of knowledge? And what does that have to do with the next part? But have everlasting life. Give me John 17, verse 3. John chapter 17, verse 3. This is going to set up the entire camp. Hallelujah. Because everlasting life, what the Bible refers to as eternal life, does not mean living forever. Hallelujah. How many of you know that many people are going to live forever in the lake of fire? How many of you know that? Amen. Many people are going to continue to experience a form of life that doesn't end. In fact, God never made any creature to have a finite life. Amen? Every creature was meant to continue experiencing life. This doesn't just um, speak of human beings. This also includes animals like your dogs, your cats, the flies. No creature was designed by God to die. Is everyone listening? So every creature was meant to continue existing. Hallelujah. That tells me that eternal life is more than just living forever. Is everyone listening? And this is what God wanted all of us to experience. The Bible says that this is life eternal. That they may know. Everyone say knowledge. Everyone say knowledge. Eternal life is the knowledge of God. Everyone say the knowledge of God. The problem arises when we think that knowing God is something that happens in your head. Alone. Everyone say alone. God doesn't just want you to know him in your head. Hallelujah. God wants you to know him where? In my heart. Hallelujah. Now, knowing God in the heart is a very, very...
very serious thing. And it's required Jesus Christ dying. Hallelujah. The reason why is because the heart, the Bible says, is a very deceitful place and is a very vast place. Truly knowing God in your heart requires a lot of work. In fact, it required a very delicate ritual. Is everyone listening? This ritual demanded that someone would die to ensure that your heart would be able to know God. Is everyone listening? Your heart knowing God means that you know God not just in your consciousness, but in your unconsciousness and in your subconsciousness. Is everyone listening? This means that there is a subconscious and unconscious engagement and interaction with God that you're meant to be having. Is everyone listening? Jesus died so that you can experience this. If you are not experiencing the knowledge of God in your subconscious, in your unconscious, and in your consciousness, you are, everyone say, perishing. And God did not want anyone to perish. God wants you to experience Him in your subconscious, in your unconscious, and in my consciousness. Is everyone listening? In other words, God wants me to always be bombarded, always be aware, always be in touch with, always be in tune with His reality. Is everyone listening? And this is what Jesus died for, that I will never be disconnected from God. Is everyone listening? That no matter what I am doing, there is always this connection with God that is abiding with me. Is everyone listening? Hallelujah. Now what we're going to do is we're going to say a prayer, hallelujah, that initiates this interaction with God. Is everyone listening? In case you haven't had it before. The Bible says, give me Romans chapter 10 from verse 10. Sorry, go back to John 3.16. Go back to John 3.16. Let me establish this properly. Hallelujah. The Bible said that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should continue experiencing him, should always know God, should not lack the knowledge of God, should not perish, should have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, because the world was condemned to perish, but that the world through him might be saved. Everyone say saved. So when I experience God, what is happening to me? Everyone say salvation. Everyone say salvation. Everyone say salvation is the experience of God. This is very important. I want you to remember this against tomorrow. I want you to ex and remember this against two days from now because we're going to break this down. Amen? It's very simple, but you have to make sure you're tracking with us. Amen? Everyone say salvation is the experience of God. Everyone say salvation is the experience of God. This is what Jesus came to die for. Is everyone listening? Hallelujah. Give me Romans chapter 10. I believe it's from verse 10. And I'll explain how this works. Romans chapter 10. Let's start from verse 9. Let's start from verse 9. 
Almighty God became a human being. His name is Jesus. The Bible says the word became flesh in John chapter 1. And when he became flesh, he lived out a life, hallelujah, that was prescribed for him by prophets over thousands of years. They charted out a specific life that he was meant to live. And after living that life, he also had to die a specific kind of death that was also prophesied over thousands of years. And after dying that specific kind of death, the fruit of that life, the fruit of that sacrifice of his life, was that you and I will be able to experience the life of God. Hallelujah. We'll be able to experience salvation. The way we do it is by this. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart, you see that? The primary way we experience God is with our hearts. Everyone say, with my heart. With my heart, for, everyone say, with my heart first, then with my mouth. I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead, then I shall be saved. That is when I begin to experience God. Does everyone understand what I've said so far? Who does not understand what I've said so far? Raise your hand. If you don't understand what I've said, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Okay, everyone is good. Okay. Look at this. Verse 10 says, with the heart. Everyone say, with the heart. Man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation hallelujah very simply if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord you can begin to experience his life hallelujah very simple, right? But let me explain something very important, amen? This is not something you're just going to mouth off, amen? And continue going about your way. What you're confessing is you are going to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Is everyone listening? The confession you're meant to make is that I am going to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Is everyone listening? Who understands what I just, who does not understand what I just said? Raise your hand. If you do not understand what I just said, raise your hand. The confession you're about to make, amen, is that I am going to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. Now the cool thing about this is following Jesus is simply this, experiencing God's life. Is everyone listening? So when I'm following Jesus, I'm going to follow him as he what? Experiences the life of God. Is everyone listening? Hallelujah. Who's interested in eternal life? Can you raise your hand? Oh, I know many of you are born again already. Hallelujah. Let me explain something to you, okay? Eternal life is not something you experience once. Is everyone listening? Eternal life is something that you experience. What did I say? Eternal life is something that you do what? You experience. Is everyone listening? Just like submitting to Jesus' Lordship isn't just something you declare once. It's something that you continue to submit to, right? Because you're going to have decisions in your life, right? That are going to come your way and you're going to have to make decisions to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. Is everyone listening? 
and you're going to have to continue submitting to his lordship. Is everyone listening? Is everyone listening? But it starts by, first of all, you, amen, hallelujah, believing in your heart. Hallelujah. So how many of you are into the eternal life? Raise your hand. I expected more hands. Hallelujah, after what I just said. <laughs> Who here is interested in experiencing the life of God? Raise your hand. Hallelujah. It's okay if you're living God's life. I myself am interested in experiencing God's life. Amen. Who here is interested in experiencing the life of God? Raise your hand. Okay, only a few of you. That's good. Those of you who are interested in experiencing the life of God, can you stand up? If you are interested in experiencing the life of God, can you stand up? Hallelujah. Raise, that's good. Stand up. That's good. It's okay. Hallelujah. This is not a salvation call. This is a call for those of you that want to experience the life of God. Can you stand up? This is not an altar call. This is a call for those that want to experience the life of God. Can you stand up? Some of you are still checking. Is it okay to stand up? Hallelujah. Forget about what people are going to say about you. If you want to experience the life of God, can you stand up? So let me, let me rephrase it like this. If you do not want to experience the life of God, sit down. Uh, why did I have to go the opposite way? <laughs> I explained, I explained, I explained. Salvation is not just a one-time decision. You continue to experience the life of God. Hallelujah. Okay. So I'm going to say it again. If you want to experience the life of God, stand up. If you do not want to experience the life of God, sit down. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to make, I'm going to say the same thing another way, amen? If you want to submit to the Lordship of Jesus, stand up. If you do not want to submit to the Lordship of Jesus, sit down. Hallelujah. It's okay if you can't submit to His Lordship now. By the time this camp is over, you're going to get the chance again to make that declaration. But you want to make sure you are making a decree over your life. Is everyone listening? This conference, the theme is called, I would what? Declare the decree. Amen? The decree that we're declaring tonight is that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. What's the decree we're declaring tonight? What's the decree we're declaring tonight? Over me, over my mind, over my emotions, over my heart, over my body. Hallelujah. Now, don't worry. Hallelujah. If you feel like submitting to God is hard, hallelujah, don't worry. If it is hard for you to experience, to submit to the Lordship of Jesus, His Spirit, that helps you experience His life. He makes submission to the Lordship of Jesus very, very easy. Is everyone listening? What did I say? The Spirit of Jesus Christ makes submission to his lordship very very easy hallelujah thank you jesus so we're going to do exactly what that scripture said give me again romans chapter 10 from verse 9 hallelujah he's going to walk you through a very simple hallelujah thank you the bible says if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead then you shall be saved hallelujah so everyone shut your eyes we're just going to say this prayer together it's very simple amen hallelujah i believe 
that Jesus Christ is God Almighty, the Messiah promised for thousands of years, who became a man, but was God. He was God who became a man so that he could die a death that only humanity could die. And after he died that death, he stayed dead for three days. And after three days, he was raised from the dead by the power of his life. And now he reigns as Lord over all, over me, over my heart, over my mind, over my decisions, over my heart, over my body. He reigns over me as Lord. And right now, I confess him as my Lord. In Jesus, name. in Jesus name I believe in my heart, in my heart that he is Lord God Almighty world without end in Jesus name amen 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 Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Can we go to Lion of Laws? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I declare Jesus as Lord. Say it out loud. I declare Jesus as Lord. I declare Jesus as Lord. I declare Jesus as Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If this was your first time saying this prayer, I want you to wait behind when everyone else leaves. Hallelujah. Just wait behind a little bit longer. Hallelujah. If this was your first time declaring that Jesus Christ is your Lord, I want you to wait behind. We want to pray with you. Hallelujah. Then I think we'll leave Holy Ghost baptism for tomorrow. Hallelujah. But for, uh, yes. Hallelujah. Okay. We'll do that. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Am I good to go with closing the meeting? Ha, 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 ha. Those of you in the back. I want to make sure I'm good with leadership. Hallelujah. Leadership wave. Let me know I'm good to end the meeting tonight. Hallelujah. You guys are not leadership. Hallelujah. Amen. Or you're not the leadership I'm looking for. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm just going to assume we're good to go. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for everything that has happened. We thank you for touching the lives of these young ones. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for those that gave their lives to you tonight, that said yes to your Lordship. We thank you, Lord God, for the initiations that are about to happen, even throughout this camp in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the prayers, the petitions that were raised up to you right before we started this meeting many of these young people they spoke to you directly from their hearts asking you for a genuine touch 
Heavenly Father, I ask that the book of remembrance be opened in the name of Jesus. That Heavenly Father, you would write down, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, these prayers that were prayed. And Heavenly Father, throughout this camp, let there be visitations, let there be encounters. Heavenly Father, let there be visitations, let there be encounters, that you would touch them, Lord God, even throughout this camp in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your life. Thank you for all that's going to happen throughout this camp. We thank you for these young ones. We bless them in the name of Jesus. With your love, with your power, and with your presence, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. We can reduce the music. Hallelujah. How many of you are grateful for our, our worship team? Amen. Our blessed worship team. Hallelujah. Can we give them a hand real quick? Let's bless the Lord for them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So, it is time. It is dinner time. Hallelujah. Uh-uh. Some of you are clapping louder than when you gave your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And you eat food every night. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't worry, you'll be shouting louder for Jesus after this camp. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so we're going to be breaking, um, ending this session, and we're going to be getting our meals. Hallelujah. Um, if you have not, if you came here to camp, and you have not yet gotten your room assignment, you haven't sorted out camping, please make sure you make your way to the camping stand. It's right there in the back of the hallway. Amen? If you, if you just walked in, you haven't finished your registration stuff? Oh, okay. You meet here our beloved sister. Her name is Sheila. Sheila, can you wave to everyone? There we go. Aren't you so grateful? Everyone can see her, right? Especially those in the back. Hallelujah. <laughs> So meet with her as soon as this session is done to make sure you get your room assignments taken care of. Hallelujah. Next up, it is very important that you understand that ladies are assigned to the rooms on the left, right? And the guys are assigned to rooms on the right. Is that correct? This is the right hand, yes. So in other words, guys should not be making their ways to the left side looking for their, their dorm rooms. Does that make sense? Amen? If we catch you going to the left side, we have special assignments for people that are guys on this side of the hall. Amen? If you don't want to participate in those assignments, don't let us catch you there. Hallelujah. Those assignments are very exhausting. Amen? You're going to be interceding for me personally. Hallelujah. Throughout the night. And if I catch you not interceding for me, I will discipline you myself. Hallelujah. Everyone say hallelujah. Hallelujah. So unless you want to become an overnight intercessor by force, don't let me catch you on this side. Amen? Then ladies, I also need intercessors. Amen? 
female intercessors. Hallelujah. If I catch you walking in this direction, what am I going to do? I'm going to recruit you, right, to my intercessory team. And you're going to be praying all night. Hallelujah. I will not feed you and I will not give you water. Amen. The Lord will minister directly to you as you intercede for me. Hallelujah. So don't let me catch you there. Amen. I don't think I've finished talking yet. Hallelujah. Are they going to get their rooms assigned? What's happening? Hallelujah. Maybe they call for their attention or something. He's only leaving them outside. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Hallelujah. So if you came with a group, stay within your group. Meet your leader. Hallelujah. And they will help you. Hallelujah. Make your way to your camp leaders. Amen. And make your way to your rooms. Hallelujah. Once you're done eating your meals. All good? Hallelujah. All right, you're officially dismissed. Jesus loves you guys. Have a fun camp. Bye.